remember that our idea of what success is, is not usually tied to some external metric like materialism or income or acquisitions, but rather what we determine to be what success is. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Stoic Spirituality, a podcast where I look through, analyze and dissect books and other things that I've read or learned about throughout my time these last few years. My name is Jagan and I'm a student of the human experience just trying to spread some knowledge out to the rest of the world. Throughout these last few episodes, I've analyzed primarily three books, Think Like a Monk, Grit, and The 33 Strategies of War, along with a few standalone episodes on rugged individualism. Feel free to check them out on the, whichever platform you're listening to this episode on. So we're going to go into the first book that I mentioned in the list that I'm analyzing, Think Like a Monk, and we're going to dissect the idea of what intention is, being blinded by what's on the surface as opposed to what's underneath. So primarily, in order to figure out intention, in order to figure out what the purpose behind intention is and what you're trying to really achieve with said intention, what you have to do is you want to ask yourself whether you want to see yourself at the end result of a certain endeavor or whether you want to learn how to do something. Imagine you have a violin. Imagine you have a certain skill, a certain even a tennis racket or so in your hand. Do you want to become the person who can hit 90 mile serves or play chartis on the violin? Or do you want to become the person that starts off learning small and builds themselves up to become someone who can do that? So in terms of intention, the question you want to ask yourself is are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to step step down from the podium that you see yourself being on and work up to there? And that's the basis of what intention is. It's whether you want to do something or whether you wish you want to learn how to do something. And as you might expect or guess, more often than not, if you're of the latter category where you want to learn how to do something, as opposed to actually doing something or being at the end goal, your habits, your intention, and your ability to do said thing will be far higher than that of the former. And so usually in terms of intention, you can categorize it into generally four kinds of motivations. So the first, and I would say like relatively lesser motivation, is fear. So a lot of the reasons why some of us do certain actions, some of us find ourselves in certain paths. Some of us walk in a certain direction or find ourselves at a, taking a path on a crossroads is because of fear. Fear of rejection. Fear of failure. Fear of other people's judgments or opinions. Or any kind of fear. And so this fear twists, thwarts, and alters our intention to make it so that we're not fighting for ourselves but we're fighting for other people's judgments, for other people's sentencing of ourselves. And this intention is very extrinsic. Extrinsic meaning that there are external factors outside of, our, outside of ourselves, in our environment, that cause us to do and commit to certain actions. The next motivation for intention is desire. So we have 
like I mentioned before, we have an ideal in our head. We have a place we want to get to. We have a podium we want to stand upon. And this intention of desire, while it can be intrinsic and while it can be powerful, is more often than not something that doesn't usually last as long as other, other motivations. Desire is something that we look at an Instagram reel. We look at someone doing something or succeeding in life. And a kind of envy rises within us, a kind of like envy slash desire where we want to have and get to that position. We don't know any of the work that people put in, nor does the Instagram reel or whatever show the work that was put in or the strategies used. But the desire is present. That desire motivates us with an intention to become someone on that podium. So desire as a concept isn't inherently bad. Desire as a concept can result in great results and can result in happiness and can result in you standing where you want to stand in terms of your life perspectives and where you want to end up going. But desire is also something that is very fleeting. Desire is like a fire that has just been poured a lot of oil upon or that is just burning brightly. You have to consistently add kindling or wood or some other fire source to ensure this desire is continually fueled. And for a lot of people, this, this kindling and extra wood to let this fire continue to burn is not that present. It's very difficult, if not almost impossible, to continually burn this kind of intention to continually work. It takes a lot of motivation. It takes a lot of continual validation and work towards achieving said goal. And so the third intention, beyond fear and desire, which I would categorize as almost relatively lesser intentions, or good intentions for motivating yourself to get to your goals, the third one would be duty. So this duty is usually the primary intention of many of us every single day. We get up at seven, six, whenever to get to our job or nine to five job on a daily basis out of duty because we not only are under a contract from a company, but we also have a necessity to do said actions in order to put food on our table, in order to make ends meet, in order to allow and provide for the people around us. And so going to work, getting money, using the social construct of money is a primary illustrator and a primary motivator for how duty works. And so this intention is generally is generally like provided by an external source. Something having to do with responsibility usually provides this source of intention. And primarily it's around monetary benefit. Why we go and do certain things is out of the necessity for us to live. It is out of the necessity and responsibility we have as members of human society to do set intentions. And so if you look at these last three intentions I stated, fear, desire, and duty, they're usually vested in a sense of selfishness. While duty will have some portions in terms of selflessness, more often than not, those first two and a bit of the third one are vested in selfishness in order to provide for oneself, in order to provide for one's life and one's responsibilities and care. However, the fourth motivation, the strongest 
and most long-standing one, and the one that is the least present in our lives today, is love. The fourth intention as to why we do certain actions out of love, out of pure selflessness for someone else, is what the fourth motivation for intention can be categorized as. Because out of love, many actions you do, may it be something simple like cooking dinner for a significant other, may it be just sitting down and just spending time with someone not doing anything productive, or not doing anything for oneself, but instead going to a certain place or doing something with someone, whether or not you like it or not, out of love, is the most primary motivator for a lot of self-actualized people. Because putting, your, putting someone else's needs over yours as an intention is not only a very purifying motivator, but it is also one that is long-standing and also pays dividends not only for your own mental health, but for those around you. And I think that that fourth motivation is the one that we as a society need to work more towards in order to become a set of individuals that have good motivations and have good vestige in providing for those around us. For the most part, our society, as I mentioned in the last episode, preaches a lot of rugged individualism. But we are told that we must do everything for ourselves. We must focus only on ourselves. While this has its benefits to an extent, if you were to ask yourself whether or not you get more happiness from providing for someone else or your own self, especially if that other person gives you a smile or expresses gratitude in some way, shape, or form, almost always people will agree that helping others provides a greater amount of happiness. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stoic Spirituality, talking about intention and the four motivations for intentions. If you'd like to hear more content and follow with me on the episodes of Analyzing Intention, through this book, Think Like a Monk, feel free to drop me a follow in whichever platform you're listening to. And if you'd like to get some one-on-one coaching, feel free to check my link in my Instagram bio and check out me at Stoic Spirituality on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening and see you guys next time.